Welcome back for another helping of oysters, clams, and cockles. I am your host, Ross Bolin, here as always with Mr. Barrett Dudley. Barrett, has anything been going on? Have you heard anything big in the news lately related to entertainment well, or Hollywood yeah, in any way, shape, yeah, or form? I, don't, I, I mean... I haven't been paying attention. Yeah, well, this was this was like five days ago, so it's 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 totally blown over and nobody's even considering it or talking about nobody's it Nobody's talking about and it And I don't know if you even saw this, you know, it's kind of slipped under the radar, but... Uh, Will Smith, he did. He he got mad at a joke oh, at the that's Oscars right. that Chris Rock told on stage about his wife Jada Pinkett Smith, and uh, he went up there and slapped him like like uh, what did the five fingers say to the face? Dave Chappelle, Rick James style, and uh, then proceeded to scream profanities at Chris Rock about keeping his wife's name out of Chris Rock's uh, fucking mouth. As yeah, it, as uh, to 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 pull from the exact quote. Um, you know how every once in a while ESPN was, will post yeah. videos, though, of, like, those slap competitions? <laughs> yeah. those, those, those huge, meaty dudes, and it's a sport where they're at the table, and it's like, instead of arm wrestling, it's it's who can take the hardest slap. Yeah, yeah, I've seen like, yeah, yeah. that slap seemed like Will Smith might participate in that type of event. That's how well-delivered the slap was. Now, obviously, it was uh, wildly inappropriate for him to take the stage and strike a presenter at the Academy Awards. And it turns out the Academy Awards are not happy about it. They're not. They're not. And we're going to we're going to jump into that a little bit. But first, I just wanted to look when this all happened, uh, the, it was the slapper around the world. This uh, the, all these names. One of the biggest but just social media moments I've ever seen. The slap is what came to mind for me. Now, here's the thing. Did you know that there's a pretty famous popular book called The Slap? No, it's a 2008 novel. It was then turned into an Australian TV series in 2011 called The Slap. And then in 2015, NBC optioned it for an American version, once again, called The Slap, which was a dramatic miniseries. And here's who it starred, Ross. Uh, it starred, let me get this up, Peter Sarsgaard, Tandy Newton, Uma Thurman, Zachary Quinto, Brian Cox. What the fuck? Penn Badgley. Blythe Danner and a host of other names that and faces that you would probably recognize, but like okay, okay, hold on. But I'm on the Wikipedia for <laughs> NBC's The Slap, and I'm I'm on the, I'm on the starring, and it says, okay, and I think somebody is jacking with it here, but it says <laughs> Brian Cox, Melissa George, Thandaway Newton, Zachary Quinto, Thomas Sadowski, Peter Sarsgaard, not Skarsgård, not to be confused with the Skarsgårds. Then it says, oh, Will Sarsgaard. Smith. Not, yeah, you're right. You're right. Will Smith, Uma Thurman. <laughs> Somebody's dropped in Will Smith. They're being funny. They're being funny. They have but snuck him into the Wikipedia. I just, I had to bring this up because this was, it was received terribly. It was like a parody of itself, this, the slap miniseries. It did not go over well. I, it, it was a bad idea from the jump. And now I think we can replace NBC's The Slap with this, which I think is now officially The Slap. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I know you already covered this on, on Ross Bowen podcast, but I, I, I just had to drop some thoughts on it. And, and obviously there's been some other fallout. Uh, let's talk about the fallout first. Yeah. Yeah. The Academy Awards say that they did ask him to leave. So this is, this is part of the information that's come out since, since I discussed it. I didn't yes. even know that at the time. I just want to say, I, uh, yeah, Ron Burgundy gif. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. You need more people. Here's what happened. If that actually did happen. Some people at the Academy Awards like looked over to the coffee intern and were like, I, I, go, go ask him to leave. 
And the intern came over to Will Smith and was like, uh, I ex- ex- excuse me, Mr. Smith, uh, Mr. Smith, Mr. Uh, Mr. Smith. Yeah, the, the, we're not sure if that was totally a. We think maybe like maybe it'd be best if you if you like just called uh, it tonight. It just yeah, maybe you just got out of here. Maybe you just you just bailed, just bailed. And Will Smith was like, hell no. And then the intern scurried away, and that was that. Yeah, there's no way that like the executive producers or the director or anybody actually official came up to Will Smith and was like, you got to go. No, but I did see there was his publicist who approached him at first. And I don't know if maybe they sent his publicist with the message. That's another potential angle that they were like, hey, um, Steve, could you get Will and ask him (laughs) if maybe he'd consider, I don't know, leaving? (laughs) He knows he's about to win Best Actor. He knows there's a very good chance. Yes. Okay, he's been at this for a very, very long time. This is not Will Smith's, you know, third major motion picture. He's not Timothée Chalamet. <laughs> he's a fucking almost 50-year-old man. I think he's with, like 53. Or over 50-year-old man then. Um, with a score of huge Hollywood hits under his belt. Yeah. And uh, it just, this was, it couldn't have gone more strangely and the fact that they're, they they should never have said they asked him to leave. They should have never put out all this information after the fact because now it just makes it look like they mishandled it even more. Right, right. And people are like, they shouldn't even have given him the award. And it's like, well, the award in and of itself is detached from this moment. Like, nobody can take away the fact that he did the work, That's right? Right. So right. if you've judged that work to be worthy of that award, then I think the award state. This isn't the fucking Heisman Trophy. He didn't take steroids to win football games, and now you take the award away, right? That correct. I do not think that you can strip this guy. They're of considering the, it of still the award. Allegedly, I, I, I do not agree with that, and I also don't think that. Um, I think that having him removed actually would have been a bad. That would have been bad. I think Be- so. I think because it could have made it worse. Yeah. Well, then you the, then you announce that he wins. But the thing people what? are upset about is his speech. That's why people are like, he should have been made to leave. He should have never been allowed to give that speech because the standing ovation after the speech has people like, dis- yeah. it's like Jim Carrey is about to like, you know, pitchfork and torch up. Has and Jim go Carrey out had, there. Had, had comment? Yeah. Oh, Jim, I, I have not seen his, his, his comment. He said it was, he was disgusted that it showed that Hollywood was spineless in mass and that they are no longer the cool club. Okay. Which feels... Like a slight exaggeration because it's been roughly a decade since they were the cool club at a minimum. My favorite exaggeration was when Judd Apatow tweeted that Will Smith could have killed Chris. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is like, I mean, dude. He could have killed him, I, Ross. I saw a quote killed from him. Harry Potter yesterday. They asked Daniel Radcliffe about it. And he said he was like bored beyond belief with hearing people's opinions about it. And yeah. I was I was like, that better represents most of us than I think than I think a lot of people are willing to admit. Yeah. So and, and with that in mind, I, I won't take too much time, too well, much. Extra let me also time say with that this. in mind, this is the best thing that's ever happened to the Academy Awards. Is it not? Yeah. So I mentioned that there were some deep conspiracies uh, on Twitter and that, that I would that I would bring those up. Uh, the deep conspiracies are mostly my own. Um <laughs> I don't know, dude. I saw a thing of there, people passing a photo around with Chris Rock wearing a, yes, a pad a on his doctor, cheek. Yeah, that that was not real. Um, one, for, for the, here's a conspiracy that I that I definitely do not like. Okay, uh, well, okay, yeah, this was definitely not staged. It, right. it definitely was zero point zero percent zero point zero percent chance that Will Smith would do do this to himself. Having said that, if you want to go deep into it. Here's what I'm looking out for. Yeah. 
if in a year Will Smith gets cast in a Marvel franchise, something might have been up. That will be the deep conspiracy because ABC, which has the Oscars and is owned by Disney, you know, if that's like the if that's the come around that they got him to do this because he's a crazy ass Scientologist and then get these people to do anything. You know, right. And then his reward is that he's the lead in the new, you know, in like in the new Avengers movie. Then you, then I, then I would hear out potential conspiracy theories. I might be digging up those pictures to find the the, the pad on Chris Rod's, Rock's cheek again. Look, but no, but my my biggest that that my biggest takeaway from all of this is how absolutely tormented this dude's mind and state must be he looked completely and utterly miserable on what should have been the best night of his life this should have been a coronation this is a dude that everybody loves he's got he has to have one of the highest q ratings out of all celebrities in the entire world even with the scientology stuff even with the jada red table stuff even with all that shit he was still will smith people love will smith america's uncle or whatever yes and he, he he has been at this for a long time he's had an amazing career um, we've debated whether Anthony Mackie's career is greater and, and, you know, we will still, we'll continue to have that conversation because it's an, an important one. <laughs> Shouts to Papa Doc. Uh, <laughs> um, the and, Mac man, dude. The Mac he's man. Captain and America. With the, and with this, he's Captain America now with this latest Will Smith incident. Now the, I think the debate is, is, is hot. It's ready for, it it's ready for action again. Is the Mac man bigger than Will Smith <laughs> now? But, uh, but yeah, this should have been. This is Leo. This is Brad Pitt. These are these guys like finally getting their flowers, right? They're finally getting the credit for this huge body of work. It's a great performance in King Richard. I haven't seen it yet, but um, everybody says it's good. And I, I believe them. And look, you've seen Will Smith and, as a, act his ass off before. Yeah. You've yes. seen Pursuit of Happiness. The yeah. dude has those, that skill set. He right? does. He does. Nobody he denies do, that. He does have it. And so this should have been like this giant momentous achievement where he, and I was looking forward to a Will Smith speech where he, you know, has fun with it. He's a jovial guy. He's one of the most entertaining fucking humans alive. And instead, I so I just I cannot process the the what had to have gone through his brain where he was like, I'm I'm winning an Academy Award. Like there's like a 99% chance I'm winning an Academy Award in 20 minutes, and I'm gonna walk up on stage and slap the fuck out of Chris Rock. I mean, I honestly think that him knowing everything you just said is why he snapped. Yeah. He was like, This is look. It also goes without saying that while he is Will Smith and a beloved American icon, he is also widely mocked, is is probably the only person more widely mocked than Drake in a way that's actually hurtful. Sure, sure. Where I'm like, damn, it has to be hard to see these memes every day, bro. It has to be hard to see the crying meme of me. It has to be hard to see the fucking Jada jokes. It has to be. It has to be. And I think on that night... He was looking at it as like, this is my night. Nobody's going to screw with it. And that was his mistake. Because you, ha- if you're sitting front and center at the Academy Awards and you are, you are gearing up to accept that award yep. and you are Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith with all of your public laundry you've aired out yeah, they're gonna, and you don't think you're going to take some jokes that are personal, yep. then you're, you're an idiot, yep. frankly. And yep. it, it speaks to a lot of different things. If his team hadn't prepped him properly, they should all be fired. Maybe it was just a, a bad night. Maybe he had yeah. a shit mental health day or something happened. Yeah. I have no idea. We don't know. But what we do know is that it can't have been easy and hasn't been easy to yeah. be Will Smith, especially the past several years with all the relationship, open relationship, Scientology. He he crap, clearly right? like like yeah, and 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 I mean now we're just like 
delving and diving into somebody's personal life, which is, you know, the merits of, of which are debatable uh, on themselves. Right. By themselves. For but, sure. But I got to like, look, man, that marriage, I, I know that he loves his family and, and, and that's what he spoke to when he did accept the award. That shit is toxic. Yes. That relationship is toxic. And he should leave that because it doesn't it, seem like it, it's good for him. It feels and and I don't know if you've had a chance to read uh, the GQ article uh, where he talks about the open marriage a bit um, or kind of acknowledges it. But like, look, Jada is definitely out there seeing other dudes. Yeah. yeah. And Will Smith is like, according and this is in his own words, it's his side of the story. But like he said, he talks about how he was feeling guilty for like thinking Halle Berry was hot. Right. Like I, I get the sense that these two people are playing a different game when it comes to this quote-unquote open marriage was always the sense i got we know of jada's relationships do we know about any of will smith's if he had been dating ex hollywood starlet wouldn't we have like it feels like covered so the rumor would have bubbled up at some point like there would have been a i know demois is relatively new but like we would have talked about it we would have known something and so i just yeah I, i i feel so i like you said this was an absolutely insane moment. It was it was probably, I mean, was it good or bad for the Academy Awards? I'm not really sure. Uh, I think and, it was good because nobody gave a shit. And it's like a top 10 celebrity moment probably of all time. Oh, for sure. Already. Yeah. But I wish- As Chris had, Rock said, that was that, the, <laughs> fucking greatest night in the history of yeah, television. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 I don't, and I wish it hadn't happened. I wish it hadn't happened too, because now it feels gross. Because I just want regular, untarnished Will Smith back. Yeah, that's the shitty part. Is that I don't think that's ever coming back. Yeah, and the the to speak to the benefits of this whole drama, right? The good things that have come from it, or I guess you could call them good things. Sure. The Academy Awards. I wasn't watching. I wasn't watching. I tried to work my way through the Best Picture nominees as best I could, and that is a slog. Look, man, it has been a brutal few years in filmmaking with the pandemic and everything that's gone on and Marvel taking over the entirety of the business. And it's just been like there is there. I've never felt less inclined to watch the Academy Awards than I did the last couple years. Yeah. And it just is a result of the place in history we're in. But I got the text message from my mom. <laughs> is anybody watching this? Question mark, exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point. And I was like, I knew exactly what she was watching. Yeah. And I flipped to it immediately, <clears throat> and I didn't turn it off until it was over. Yeah, yeah, and because I'm sure that a lot of people did that. And so their ratings went through the fucking roof. I do feel, to that end, I do feel very rewarded. I, I'm with you. I, I saw, like, two of the Best Picture nominees, plus Tick, Tick, Boom, which Andrew Garfield was uh, nominated for. But I, I put this stuff on because it's pop culture, and I feel like I got to, you know, I'm, I, I'm a, doesn't matter how bad the Oscars get, like, I'm always going to put them on, you know, just sure. to see what's going on. And and my you know my diligence my my loyalty it was uh, it was rewarded it was rewarded in the fact that I was I, I was See, literally sitting on the couch watching when this happened we looked over it was like wait was that staged like but this the is whole exactly thing processing why... in your mind like oh my god and then he, the the it all cuts out and they do the technical difficulties but you can read Will Smith's mouth and then on Twitter there's like the uncensored version from Singapore like, or whatever explodes and it was an absolutely insane moment in in history I mean celebrity history the wildest thing about it was it immediately proved or like it, it reinforced my reasoning for not watching the academy awards it was on twitter 15 seconds later <laughs> like by the time my mom had sent me the text message and i had turned it on the television and put picked up my phone yeah it was like i was watching the footage yeah and yeah. it was the one of the biggest pop culture moments 
that we have experienced in the social media age yeah. where I was just like, oh my God, every single person I know is going to have an opinion about this yep. and share it on and the they, internet. And they did. And they did. <laughs> it has been a week of non-stop terrible takes from every fucking corner of the earth. And I am in shock how many different things we've been able to tie this to from, from how, uh, like feminists are extremely disgusted with it because it shows some level of like he thinks he owns Jada Pinkett or needs to stand mm -hmm. up for her like she can't defend herself and all that. The alopecia angle. Death of comedy. The like death comedians of comedy can't angle. tell jokes anymore. If you're a comedian and you watched that and went, oh my God, somebody's going to come up on stage and hit me. Get out. You're done. <laughs> you don't need to be here anymore. You don't need to be part of this game. You're too stupid to be in this room. Quit quit now and go do something else. That shit's infuriating to me. It's fucking crazy to me to try to take that and tie it to like, oh, no, no, now as a comedian. People were Bro. taking race angles. Like I saw a dumbass headline from Esquire about how Will Smith gave bait to the racists. Like, oh, yeah, that's just... Uh, uh, we, look, not everything has to be about everything. Yeah, Sometimes uh, it's just that a dude is having a really hard time and he's in a really bad place and he made a really fucking stupid decision. It doesn't have to be about every facet of every other fucking thing to put it in Tony Soprano's terms. That's right. And I'm and I'm 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 relatively uninterested in those angles. I don't really care about the comedian angle. I don't really care about the like, oh, this is violence on screen. Like, dude, have you seen the video games that kids play? Or like, any movie ever? Or, yeah. That um, is, Will Smith I, is in? I don't care about the like integrity of the Oscars. Nobody like, angle, should. Really? Like, oh, what did this do to, you know, to the. I'm more interested in the I'm interested in the humans that were involved. Like I want Will Smith to be okay. I'm interested to hear Chris Rock's side. Like I like like what is going on with Jada? Like that's the stuff that I think actually matters at the end of the day and and is why I'm interested in this story. Yeah, and it's always funny to me how there is this angle that's like these are celebrities, their personal lives, like how much are we supposed to or not supposed to talk about it? And frankly, in my opinion, when you go for the life of an Academy Award nominated actor, you need to be okay with your, your your shit being out there. Right. Um, and I, I don't know why some people still get up there and think that's not going to be the way it goes, but that's the way it goes, bro. Yeah. And so when he gave the speech and was like, and we have to stand up here and let people say bad things about us and just take it, I wanted to slap him again because I was just, I wanted to slap him because I was just like, dude, this has been your job for 50. For 30 years now? And there are plenty of uh, of other actors, very famous ones that aren't well known for it, <clears throat> Leonardo DiCaprio, that essentially just don't engage. Hey, and like, if you want your private life to be private, you can't engage. And, and instead, Will Smith and Jada are do doing it constantly. red table talks and giving like- you, you can't play the game and then say you weren't playing the and game. And disclosing a ton to on, on GQ profiles. So it's like, you can't Come really- on. yeah. yeah. And as Chris Rock said, you either have to shield yourself from it and act like it doesn't exist and protect everything that you can possibly protect or not like and not play the game the way that somebody like Leonardo DiCaprio does or Bradley Cooper to a, a slightly lesser extent. Or you have to accept that you're playing it differently and you're going to take you're opened up comes to this stuff. Yeah. 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 As Chris Rock said, dude, it was a G.I. Jane joke. Yeah. Like with all the shit I could have said about you and yours. Right. A G.I. Jane joke. Yeah. And he didn't write it. Yeah. The the, the Regina Hall joke up uh, earlier in the in the telecast about how, like, she was pulling up Will Smith for her little single guys club because Jada said it was OK. That seemed like it would be far more offensive. I think it teed up, teed up the yeah. moment, though. I, I think, think so the too. couple that got sprinkled in before. Yeah. 
put Chris Rock in a really unfortunate spot. Yeah. Because Amy Schumer's joke to, uh, to uh, oh my God, what's the married couple that were both in Fargo? One of them is in the original Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire and plays Sarah Jane or Mary Jane or whatever. Oh, Kirsten Dunst and, um, and uh, Jesse Plummets. The joke that Schumer made to Kirsten Dunst, mistaking her for a seat filler... <laughs> That seemed to also offend Jesse Plemons. Like, that was a slap-worthy shit to me. Like, she's right in their face. She's not back on a stage. She's right in their face, and she's like, can you just get up for me, honey? Like, I was waiting for Plemons to freak out. He looked a little bit upset, but like... I I, I clocked that, too, but I think he was just playing along. Yeah, Yeah, I think he was playing around. Like, Well, first of all, the room... The the room never recovered. Of course not. How the room could it? never recovered. It was the most awkward rest of the which is which was like I felt like Colin Robinson and what we do in the shadows, <laughs> the the energy vampire. Because I was sitting there just like, oh my god, like my eyes are lighting up. I'm like, this is the greatest, yeah. most awkward I, thirty minutes of TV I've ever watched. I, I I did feel really bad for the the winners that had to accept after that though, including Questlove who like. Made a great documentary. Jessica Chastain, who's like also extremely has deserved this for a long time. Uh, overshadowed all of it, it man. Just overshadowed all of it. All of yeah. it. And that's the so. really shitty thing that undeniably makes his actions uh, wrong. Yes. Is that yeah. it was a selfish act yep. that yep. no one will even remember King Richard. Right. They'll just remember him slapping the shit out of somebody and, yep. and nobody else. And like, and, and the other benefit benefited party is Chris Rock. Just to be honest. Yep. Chris Rock has not been culturally relevant with comedy like he used to be, right? right? It's been a minute. He does Madagascar and shit now. I get it. He's a family man. I get it. I'm not hating. I'm just saying. He was not relevant. Ticket sales spiked for his tour. Yeah. He's about to go on tour and and ticket sales like- He's selling out everywhere now. And he did his first show already. He refused to, uh, well, not refused. He said he was still processing what happened right. and he's still, you know, he's still thinking about it. And I'm assuming there's going to be a lot that goes into the decision making around what he does or doesn't do yep. with that material. Yep. Because I think he's going to put a lot of consideration to Will Smith's name as well. Absolutely. Um, and, or he should. I hope he does. He will. He will. These guys are, I, I don't know if there was like tension between them, but they apparently there had been. I guarantee they know each other and I guarantee that both of them feel pretty shitty about the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Last thing I'll say, Chris Rock handled this as well as you could. He did. Um, They're very lucky that, I mean, dude, I'm sorry, man, but if I'm making jokes on stage and you come up and slap the fuck out of me, I'm going to beat your ass with a microphone. (laughs) Like, that's what? No, absolutely. A lot of people made the joke like, you slap me in front of Zendaya and it's on. And I completely agree. I'm sorry. If you slap me on stage in front of that room, Mm -hmm. I might kill you with that microphone, sir. That is, you You have irreparably damaged, Jim Carrey said he would have sued for $200 million. Wow. He said he that Chris Rock will never be able to remove himself from that moment. Yeah. And I was like, in my head, I'm like, Jim, you may not understand how the internet works, bro. He's going to make $20 million more than he would have if this hadn't happened. Yeah. He will benefit financially. Yeah. That being said, I would still probably sue because fuck that. That was brutal. Yeah. That was brutal. Anyway, in other news. Yes, let's move on. In very happy news, finally, Barrett. Yes. We have a date on the calendar. We do. It's official. House of the Dragon is coming out this year, this summer. And I think we sort of called this, or we at least talked about it. They're cucking the the uh, the, the the Lord of the Rings show. Yeah. They're doing it. Yeah. We talked about whether or not, okay, so Lord of the Rings announced September, and we were like, well, they can't go, like, same time 
they could go before. Yeah, are they going to try to like cut them off at the knees, basically? And they are. Or have to go after, and then I think this was the correct move. Yeah, I I kind of thought that because I I thought that they would want a little bit more buildup, you know, a little bit more runway. Now, now that there's a date. The, the onslaught will be forthcoming. Like the, the floodgates, I'm sure, will open up and we're going to get a, a, an incredible amount of uh, marketing and exposure and press for this. Uh, but but I wondered if they would like move it towards holiday, you know, like kind of get in the mix of like everybody kind of being back at home and 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 uh, and daylight savings time going away and like just like the whole thing, get as many eyeballs on it as possible. Instead, I like that they went for the throat. They said, now, fuck you, Amazon. We're dropping two weeks before you, three weeks before you, whatever it is. So we're going to be mid-season, and everybody will be doing podcasts and talking and and and, and like just apps in a frenzy about this. And they're not even going to have time to like watch your stupid little Lord of the Rings show that you spent a billion dollars on. Look, the more I think about it, the <laughs> the biggest matchup of this year has been set now yeah. between House of the Dragon and the Lord of the Rings uh, franchise on Amazon, and. I think there is at least a decent chance what you're saying actually occurs that that it does severely undercut the Lord of the Rings hype and uh, that as a result, Amazon takes one of the biggest L's in entertainment history. That is a very... It's a possibility, yeah. yeah real yeah. possibility at this point, dude. We what, have seen... What, what just happened with Halo? People are watching it and they're like, yeah. oh, I don't know, man, fuck this. What it, what it does mean, I think, like we said, that's a possibility. It, the pressure is even more, is even higher now. It's ratcheted up on the Lord of the Rings show to be very good. Yeah. Because it needs to be very, very good. Had it been on its own, essentially, as the only kind of like big budget high fantasy thing, people would have watched it regardless. But now that they are likely going to have a show that like has way more. Look, if House of the Dragon is like not a 10 out of a 10 off the bat, it doesn't. It matters, but it doesn't really matter because people are going to watch it no matter what. Like that. I mean, like, it's, it's a just, proven franchise. I would pr- say. Yeah, exactly. Shitty as and, it may have ended so, to some, uh, it, it does for me. This that this puts the onus on the Lord of the Rings show to be very good, especially after what I would call three relatively forgettable um, movies to sort of close out yeah. that that yep the Hollywood franchise. Yeah, side just of it, yeah. So. so let less less momentum. Right, right, and and we've we've questioned the decision or or the of H, on HBO's part to kind of like wait this long to not have something in in the tank earlier to kind of capitalize, but to to you know when you compare the two, Game of Thrones definitely still has has the weight behind it more so than Lord of the Rings does to me. And I think letting it breathe was the move for multiple reasons. The main one for me that's worked out is that I am defensive about Game of Thrones again. Like when I think about the show, all in all. Eight seasons long, the eighth falling on its face and sort of being this thing that everybody was so bummed out that they couldn't find a way to close it well. Yep. I'm still incredibly defensive about that show because right. it is it was the best thing I've ever seen through, you know, 55 hours of viewing or whatever. Yep. And then at some point it started to teeter and it kind of fell off course. But like... For all the millions and millions and millions and millions of Game of Thrones fans out there who were hurt by the ending or felt a little off but like weren't like, this ruined my whole life, <laughs> we we want redemption. Yeah. And this is the opportunity for redemption. And for those of you who haven't been paying attention, it's the, the de- de- 
the debut date, excuse me, for the Game of Thrones prequel from George R. R. Martin, Ryan Condal, and Miguel Sapochnik will premiere on August 21st. That's right. Of 2022, it stars Patty Considine, Olivia Cook, Matt Smith, Emma Darcy, Fabian Frankel, Reese Ifans. How do you say his last name? I think you got Ifans. 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 Steve Toussaint, Eve Best, and Sonia Mizuno. Based a lot, on a lot of recognizable faces. Yeah, based on George R. R. Martin's Fire and Blood, it takes place 300 years before the events of Game of Thrones. Focuses on House Targaryen. That's right. Um, not House Stark. Uh, not House. Uh, Lannister. Lannister, thank you. And Considine is playing King Viserys Targaryen. And I've seen some photos of uh, Paddy Considine as, as uh, Viserys. And as I put it, he looks very cunty. Oh, that's Matt Smith. That's Matt Smith that yeah. I said looks cunty? Okay. Mm-hmm. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. Very exciting stuff. Uh, as I mentioned to you already, if it, th- this, uh, you know, it, it's just kismet with HBO and, and our show here because if we continue on the path of one Sopranos episode, if we do not miss any weeks, which I don't foresee uh, happening over the summer, we will literally watch the last episode of The Sopranos, talk about it during the week, and then uh, that Sunday, House of the Dragon will premiere. So, so for those of you who have been watching <laughs> The Sopranos with us on Patreon.com slash Oysters, Clams, Cockles, we appreciate you. For those of you who haven't, if you'd like something to fill the gap, between now and August. Come watch the uh, last season in Sopranos, man. What was it, August 21st? Yeah. That's right. August 21st, thank you to the Flaming Egg mm. marketing that they've put out everywhere. There's like something in the background, too. It's like a wolf or a dragon. I can't tell. It looks wolfy to me. Spicy. Very but, spicy. Uh, but yeah, if you if you can't, if you've got nothing between now and then, nothing going between now and 821, hop on patreon.com slash oysters clams cockles enjoy the sopranos with barrett and i our podcasts are friendly to first timers and repeat viewers of the sopranos we try to keep it as spoiler free as we can um between barrett as a first timer and me as a person who's watched the sopranos several times through we have a lot of different perspectives and takes on every episode there's one companion podcast per episode of the sopranos we have begun the final season 6a as it were we're on episode two we did it today just before recording this episode and uh, it's available now on patreon.com slash oysters clams cockles so get in there first timers friendly to everybody and it's a blast if you've never watched the sopranos it really is required viewing for you at some point um and if you enjoyed doing game of thrones with barrett and i back in the day as much as you're going to love House of the Dragon with us come August, I promise you, you will also love The Sopranos with us on Patreon.com slash Oysters, Clams, Cockles. So get in there, support the podcast, and enjoy. Barrett and I are obviously very much looking forward to August. Um, we'll be doing some shows here and there between now and then, as we've been doing for the past couple months. Yep. But uh, yeah, obviously, we'll be gearing up for the late August release of House of the Dragon, the new Game of Thrones property on HBO Max, and we will be doing our classic coverage for House of the Dragon the way we did for Game of Thrones during its first run where we have a companion podcast for every episode where Barrett and I discuss and break down exactly what occurred. So you all have that to look forward to. Tell your friends and family, everybody, about Oysters, Clams, and Cockles. Tell them we are back! And that summer is coming, I guess. Summer's coming. Summer is coming like subscribe rate and review thanks youtubers we appreciate you (laughs) follow barrett at barrett dudley on twitter and instagram follow me at wr bolin and follow the show at oysters clams cockles on instagram at oysters clams cockles on tiktok and at clams and cockles on twitter until next time peace